0: You're listening to hashtag no filter. With Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at just plain Zach on all of the social meds. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me, then you're going to want to stay up to date with the latest reality TV tea. So go and give the show a follow at no filter with Zach or just join our private Facebook group by clicking that link in the description below. I'm so excited because it's actually been four years since I've had today's guest back on my show. He knew me before I was naturally platinum blonde. He's the host with The Most, interviewing some of the biggest celebs from Oprah to JLo to Denzel to Chris Evans. You know, we love us some Chris Evans, especially when he's n- leaking some n- natty photos. But today's guest always keeps it clean, probably because he doesn't want to give his seniors a heart attack. His voice is practically iconic. And according to Twitter, he's in a not so platonic relationship with Caesars, please welcome the narrator of Love Island, Mr. Matthew Hoffman.
1: Hi, Zach. <laughs> Best intro ever?
0: How are you?
1: I am so good, friend. It's nice to see you. It's been a while since we've run into each other in person. Um, but I know. yeah, I'm at enjoy- Trader Joe's. Yeah, at Trader Joe's. Although you had a Pinkberry date, I believe, if rumor, if if um history is uh uh, if I'm remembering this correctly.
0: I did. I remember it was right before I had to go to Pinkberry. Yeah, I was jealous. I was like, well, pick
1: me up a medium with some mochi, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How are you?
0: Good. I mean, I feel like the world's, I mean, the world, but our worlds have changed so much in the past four years.
1: Yeah, it's been um, it's been a crazy, wild ride, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been insane.
0: So I have so many questions for you. But before we dive deep into it, you have to answer yeah. my icebreakers. Are you ready? Oh, OK. OK, first one. Where did you grow up and what part of the world are you currently living in right now?
1: Um, I grew up on uh, I grew up in Long Island, New York, mm-hmm. uh, which is 40 minutes door to door from Manhattan. Could you bust? Uh, and I am in Los
0: Angeles. I love it. Are uh, but are you taping? Is do you tape Love Island from Los Angeles or were you in Vegas yeah, we when that was taped?
1: Baby? This season from L.A. Um, Ariel was in Vegas, uh, obviously with the Islanders, and then I was with post production in Los Angeles. Mm. What's
0: yeah. what's one word your mother would use to describe you? Oh
1: my god! Um, oh my god! Um, I'll, I'll give like one and a half. A lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she's not wrong. <laughs> no, but that's how you're over here interviewing Oprah and hosting Love Island.
1: Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I think of a lot.
0: <laughs> Give me a fun fact. What's one thing people would not expect from Mr. Matthew Hoffman, from what we see of you online and on TV?
1: Oh, gosh. You know what? I mean, to be honest, like, I'm pretty much like, I think what you see is what you get for better or for worse. Uh, so I don't think there's any like, secret secrets um uh I'm obsessed with like real estate and um interior design I not really know that about me but I'm like obsessed so that's like a that's a fun fact but uh yeah
0: I mean it's a fact I don't know how fun it is
1: (laughs) debatable voters can we do a poll
0: (laughs) we can do an instagram poll what is your drink of choice you asked i'm just
1: telling you (laughs) you're
0: right you're right what is your drink of choice
1: Drink of choice. Oh, I'm boring in this. I'm a bubbles for troubles. I'm champagne 100%, 10 out of 10. Um I can't do hard liquor. I don't like the way it tastes and it's a real it's sloppy for me. So mm. champagne is like um <laughs> so embarrassing. It just hit me how embarrassing that choice is, but it it's for me it's like there's no surprises. You know what a glass is, you know what two glasses is, you know what your morning will be with five. Like mm. it's always the same. So uh I'm 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 a champagne boy.
0: That's fair. Are you like a barefoot champagne or are you like a Veuve Clicquot? How dare
1: you? How dare you? How dare you? No, I'm I'm like, I'm the good stuff. I'm the
0: good stuff because it it changes the morning, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you should only be drinking barefoot when you're like 19 in college or not 19, but like 21 in college. And like you're trying to have mimosas the next morning because you want to (laughs) feel fancy.
1: I, I'm not knocking it. I've never tried it, to be honest. I, went, I don't I think went I've straight ever the goods And I, I've never, I've never, uh, I never veered <laughs> or <I've, boobered.
0: laughs> Um Last icebreaker question, which is my favorite to ask. If you had to be reincarnated oh. as a Kardashian, oh. which one would it be? And don't Chloe? give me the, okay, good. Cause I was like, don't give me the bullshit answer that people are like, I don't know the Kardashians. I don't no, watch the I'm, show.
1: I'm a Chloe, and also because because this is real, well, I have a couple, okay. So I'm definitely a Chloe because why not, obviously. But then also she just tweeted yesterday that she just started watching Love Island. Mm. So that literally to me was the cherry on top of the like Kardashian cake. But I go way back with Kim. I interviewed Kim, like, I want to say, like, almost a decade ago. Um, and we had a really fun um, interview before all of the madness. And she was so lovely then. Um, and she's lovely now whenever I run into her. But uh, she's, she's I, I love all of them, to be honest. So yeah, but I'm, I like, spirit animal-wise, I'm a Chloe. And the fact that she's, Into Love Island makes me even more obsessed and, like, hurts my head a little bit.
0: Do you have a Kardashian that you would love to, like, interview?
1: All of them, to be honest. I think now that the show's coming off the air, I would love to get in there and, like, see what the next steps are for all of them. And, yeah, I mean, when I interviewed Kim, I had so long with her I remember we had like an afternoon and wow. I it was insane um and she was so fun we did these bits you know I was bit heavy back then uh, you know uh, and she she played along with all of them and she they're they're very fun um and they're a fun interview um so yeah I would I would you know I honestly now that I'm thinking about it like I would not mind like a sit down with Chris mm. wouldn't mind it like I think that that is that's like going straight to the source and I think that I think in my head like in real life we'd be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would I would not mind that. <laughs> are you still doing hosting for Regal? Yeah, so I I am very lucky we're doing all I do all of their celebrity interviews. I am I'm am the voice of Love Island and the face of Regal. Ah, uh, so I don't know who gets the shorter end of the stick. <laughs> but um it's uh it's it's fun. I am the luckiest, and and yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride. I've been doing that for like, I want to say six or seven years. Six years, I want to say. Wow. Um, yeah, going on six years. Yeah, and I have interviewed them all.
0: I have met them all. What would been... you say was your juiciest interview?
1: Uh. Oh, man, I don't know about juicy so much because it's through a very specific lens. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it. I don't know if juicy is the right word. I will have to say that my favorite interviews have always been... Jeff Goldblum, he is amazing. Um, uh, Chris Evans, you had mentioned, I got to gift him. I, I So I do like gifts for my celebrity guests yeah. and I got to gift him this um, this uh, ridiculous uh, Knives Out sweater, which was like pretty iconic, it went everywhere. And then I got a message from Tony Collette uh, that she wanted one, so then I had to make one for her. And I was like, what is happening? Like, what is my life right now? I'm like this like celebrity sweater factory, but um, yeah, he was great. and. Oprah, nothing will ever, ever get uh, better than um, uh, having Oprah screen your name uh, in in proper lighting. To me, that was like, oh, we're we're done. Like this is this is as good as it gets. <laughs> I love it.
0: How are the seniors doing? So last time you were on my show, we you were talking about Tuesdays with Matthew, which is where you do reenactments of yeah. classic films with at as the senior citizens' home. How are they doing? Are they watching Love Island?
1: They are watching Love Island, which is so funny. So obviously the pandemic, um, I volunteer every week. I have been volunteering every single week since 2012. Um, When the pandemic happened, unfortunately, um, I could not go to the center in person, um, which is really, really sad because the whole reason why I do what I do is to combat social isolation for seniors. And the fact that they can't go there and it forces seniors to now be homebound is, is devastating. Um, with that said, in, since March, I've been calling my seniors every single week during the time that we have our class time. So I still get to connect with them. I still get to talk to them. Um, throughout the pandemic, uh, Tuesdays of Matthew, we've raised about to $15,000 for Meals on Wheels, um, which has provided like thousands of meals for uh, homebound seniors. So I feel really good about that. I feel out of control in the sense that obviously I can't go there in person. I can't um, do what it is that we do that is, you know, loved by so many. Um, So the fact that I can do that on the Meals on Wheels side makes me really happy. Um, But yeah, I talk to them every single week i let them all know i was like hi i'm going to love islandville i will be out of commission for a little bit but i actually called um a lot of them yesterday uh it was my first we're a couple days um post post finale so i got to catch up and (laughs) every single one i talked to watched love island uh i had a lot of explaining to do but um it was pretty pretty funny and uh Yeah, it was it was fun. And it was I I messaged with them throughout the run. And I know that some were watching. uh, So it it was just a really nice um, moment, I guess that, uh, you know, it's fun. It's very
0: funny. It's surreal. (laughs) Do you think we'll ever get a Love Island reenactment with them? I don't think so Zach. I think I'm going to
1: no, I think I'm going to stick to what I
0: do and uh yeah, I think we'll be we'll we'll, we'll separate the two is the goal. <laughs> that would be fun to watch them like battling it out for love though.
1: Yeah, you know what it's it's funny. A lot of them are madly in love. Um a lot of them are single and dating. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's a whole it's a whole different island. Yes. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about Love Island. Um, This is your second season as the narrator on the show. It was taped in Vegas. We just saw the finale. So spoiler, the winners were Caleb and Justine. Congrats to them.
1: So cool, huh?
0: Yes. I was so excited. They just are like such a cute, fun, like couple that I just like want to have a sandwich with
1: exactly that. I am obsessed with them. I've been obsessed with them as I am obsessed with all the islanders for different reasons. Um when you're when you're in the show like the narrator like and you watch it the way that I watch it and you write the way that I watch it, you fall in love with everybody in different uh for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um and for them I just thought that their love was so natural and they were so calm and they were so cool and they were like everyone you would want to like hang out with or like you said get a sandwich with like i've asked them point blank i said can i officiate this wedding a b after that can you adopt me like i like let's make this forever i'm i'm just obsessed with them and i think that I just think individually, too, you know, as you you have a couple and the couple is one thing together, but individually, they're both great. So they bring such great stuff to the table, like for their own couple. And I, I just love them.
0: Okay, if you had to be quarantined for a month with Caleb and Justine or Zach and Elizabeth from season one, which one would you have to live with?
1: Well, here's the deal. All of the, I think of all of the Islanders, season one and season two. I talked to a lot of the Islanders from season one throughout the year, uh, and season two. I'm about to to get into like, hey, I'm alive, I'm a real person. Let's let's talk. Um, but um, I think of all of them and this is going to sound weird, but as my children. Mm. So like, unlike my parents, I don't pick favorites. Um, So I could not, I could not uh, pick a couple to do that with. I would say both for different reasons.
0: Okay. Halfway through this most recent season, who was your money on? Who were you rooting for to win? Because you got to really see all of it more than we did as viewers.
1: No, that's, see, that's where you're wrong. I only see... What the viewer sees. Ah. So, and I'm adamant about that. So, like, I can't do, I don't think that I can speak for like everybody on the couch. Like, my whole goal with the narrator is to be your best friend mm-hmm. watching the show and say what you're thinking in a way that's unexpected, but you're like, oh my God, yes, of course. So, to do that, I I'm very adamant that I don't want to know anything that the viewer doesn't know. Mm. So like, I think it would color my role if I knew that what didn't make it into the show. And I knew something more than you guys do. So I literally only know what you guys know. Um, So with that said, I learned from season one that going into Love Island. Like when you first meet people and when you first meet the couples and you're like a weekend, two weeks in everything changes. So like what you think, like even just from their packages, like, oh, like I'm, I'm Moira, I'm Calvin, you know, like what your perception is of them totally changes. Uh, So I don't put money on anything um, because it's, it's completely it just never works.
0: (laughs) It always changes. Were you surprised with the end result? Because we always make predictions and who we think is going to win. I don't think I was surprised. I
1: don't think I was surprised with the end result because I think that like America was pretty tuned into the fact, like everyone has their favorites, right? So like Mm -hmm. everyone has, you can see it on Twitter. Like there's so many um, different camps that people people go into. But I, I, I think that they were... I think, yeah, I think America got it. I think I think they got it. So I, I was not surprised.
0: Were you surprised with the reception from the show after the first season? Like, what did you think when you got the call and you're like, okay, I'm going to be narrating Love Island? Because like, look, we're in the same industry and there's times where I'm like, okay, I got this gig. Like, let's see if it goes anywhere. I'm not going to get my hopes up. Or there, then there are times when I have gotten my hopes up. And then in the end, it's like, oh, well, that didn't really do much. Like, yeah. what was, what were you thinking going into this project?
1: It was... So insane. It was so insane. I was invited to audition by an executive who thought that I would be perfect for it. And at that time, I was like, okay, send the sides. Here we go. Like you said, another audition. I will not get, you know, like all of that stuff. And then I got the sides literally the next day and I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is so funny. And then I had heard of Love Island. I had never seen it before. Mm. So then I watched the show and I did the Love Island deep dive because it's the most addicting thing <laughs> on earth. So like, you're like, I'll watch one episode. And one episode turns into like nine days. And you're like completely like your life is taken over. Um, yeah. And then I, I Googled the show, obviously, and all of this stuff. And when I was preparing to audition, it hit me. I was like, I will never get this. This Mm. is a phenomenon. It's too big. It will go to every celebrity in town, anyone with an iconic voice, like that's it. Like I will never get it. So with that mentality, I was like, because I'm not gonna get it, I'm not gonna die on my own sword. And basically I rewrote the whole audition into my voice. Mm. Um, So I kind of took their, their lines or what they had from, I think it was the UK's version and I kind of redid everything. But then I kind of um, set myself up for a big project because every line that we had to say for the audition, they had given us three acts, and every line had to fit in the visual, much like my job is, you know, in LA or in Fiji, it has to fit in what they've given you. So, like, you know, you can be as funny as you want, but if it doesn't fit in the 17 seconds or the 30 seconds, I mean, season one in Fiji, we would be in the booth sometimes with a stopwatch. Like that is how tight the whole thing has to work together. So um, when I rewrote everything, I thought it was really cool. And then I was like, oh my God, everything has to fit. Like I'm so screwed. So I went to a recording studio and basically had them with a stopwatch time out every single line that I had did to make sure it fit Um, and then I sent everything in and um, basically I didn't hear for eight months and um, I heard nothing. And then one day I got the call driving uh, from the president being like, you are basically the official voice of Love Island USA. How
0: exciting. <laughs> it
1: was exciting. It was so crazy um, because, you know, eight months go by, you don't even
0: remember yeah. it. You don't even
1: think about it.
0: You have so many um, other um, auditions and projects and other yeah, things that kind and, of penetrate and no your meeting sphere. Between
1: nothing, it was kind of this just like offer. And um, it, was, it was insane. It it was just absolutely insane. There was a lot of ugly crying happening. And then Aww. weeks later, I was in Fiji.
0: I love <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. So um, so with that said, I guess to answer your question, it's like, you know, you you always think, but what's, you always think like, oh, will this be it? Oh, will this go? But with that, with the show, we were going into a very, very, very successful franchise. Yeah. So I knew that it was a thing and we had a shot.
0: Mm-hmm. What has the response been from, like, do people recognize you on the street now when you're talking?
1: You know, it's so crazy. I never, ever, ever thought of myself as a having a distinctive voice yeah. ever. I was never in the voiceover department in my agency. Like yeah. I'm an on camera like you. I'm a personality. I'm an on camera host. Like, that's what I do. My very first voiceover ever was doing promos at CBS. And I was like, I'm getting fired today. I am getting fired. Like it's over. Like, you know, um, and then we wrapped season one and I had come back to the States and I had gone to a different job that I had to do. And I was interviewing um Kiki Palmer for uh the movie Hustlers. Mm-hmm. And I walked into the room and she literally was like, Oh my God, it's so good to see you. And this was days after you like three or four days when i had gotten back i was like so jet-lagged i was like oh my god here we go and um she's like it's so good to see you i was like hi how are you i've never met you i google everyone within an inch of their lives i'm like i don't know your agents i don't know your pr we have no mutual friends like all of that stuff and in my head i was thinking i was like does she do this for everybody? Like how exhausting like to to do that, yeah. you know? And I sat down, I said one line about the movie and she literally was like, oh my God, like you are, you are you're Love Island. And I got so embarrassed that I was Like bright red, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so crazy. And it came out in the wash that she was obsessed with the show. She loved the show and um, basically uh, thought we were best friends and it was so funny. And then from that moment, I thought, oh my God, I have something because I was four days back into the States and I was like, people recognize my voice. And then I went to Starbucks and I was like, tonight I will have a latte. And they were like, ma'am, if you can just calm down, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: but um yeah it's it's pretty funny it's it's an unexpected that. uh thing that i did not expect going into this
0: i love that um so give me the deets on your relationship with ariel because i'm obsessed with her and matt and like i want to be in a, a sandwich as hug you with them. Be. as you should be um they are the best ariel is Unbelievable. She is
1: the best work wife a boy could have. You know, we are in different locations and our schedules, even when we're on this, in the same location, when we're in Fiji, our schedules are polar opposite. So when she's working, I'm sleeping mm-hmm. um, and and vice versa. Uh, so it's, it's pretty crazy, but, you know, we are... We are pretty, pretty close. Uh, you know, we're doing daily texts. Obviously, she was in Vegas uh, this run. Um, I was in LA this run, but we are, we keep in touch throughout the run, obviously, because it's, nobody gets it unless you're in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she's she's just the best. Um, I consider her a dear, dear friend and I love her so much. Um, and I love her. <laughs>
0: Well, people seem to really, especially people on Twitter, really love your relationship with Caesars. How are you guys doing?
1: (laughs) We are, it is a flawless relationship, Zach. It is, it is, it is the best relationship I've ever been in, might I say. Um, Yeah, people are obsessed with, uh, with it. It's so funny to me that, um, you, you know, to, to, in this day and age, to do brand integration the way that we did and have this cult following uh, is is kind of amazing. It's
0: it's another Love Island surprise, but but that is like influencer job security for you. The fact that you can cultivate such an audience on Twitter that literally feed twi- uh, tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet about your promotions. Um, yeah, it is. Caesars um, must be very happy with you.
1: I, you know, I, I, I believe they are very happy. I am thrilled. Um, I, you know, first of all, like it's the only hotel I ever stayed at in Vegas ever. I, I have so many photos of me in Caesars, like pre Love Island, pre anything. So the fact that like this actually happened, I'm like, this was meant to be like, this is, this is insane. Um, and I always said, you know, going into season two before I knew we had to to do any Caesars promotion whatsoever. I said, and I said it publicly, that I was recording the show, the narrator was recording the show from Celine Dion's abandoned dressing room at Caesars. Uh, Like that was my, that was my goal. Everyone's like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm in Celine's dressing room. Like that was my, you know, kind of a backstory for, for the narrator. So this whole relationship has just been such a blessing and to do it in such a fun Matthew way, you know, like there's been no, the leash has been so long. Obviously, if you watch the promos, you're like, what are they going to do next? What is he talking about? Why is he insane? Uh, So it's, you know, to have that, um, to have a brand that pre-Love Island, I love so much, and then to be actually able to do it and then to do it in your own way with your own stamp on it has been such a blessing so i am just the most grateful and i'm so grateful that everyone loved them as like everyone had as much fun with them as i did making them which you cannot ask for more than that like you
0: you just can't (laughs) so you probably might not be able to answer this this too much but you know my listeners and i love the tea do you have any response to some of the Twitter um, Twitter sphere talking about Johnny potentially being engaged right before coming on the show?
1: Uh, that is not a question for me. I have no idea. I can't even speculate on it. I have no
0: idea. You know, Twitter always has to speculate. I, I'm, and let, I'm letting all the your questions. audience down. I
1: I know they want the dirt. They want the juice. I am like. I am the Sahara. I am I have no juice. I am like parched. Okay. I have okay. nothing. Um, I can't even honestly, I can't even speak to it. I have no idea.
0: Did you have a response to Twitter's um expose of Noah and some some videos that he may have done online and some unique uh, and yoga not, poses?
1: Not a question for me, unfortunately. I I can't speak to it. I'm so sorry.
0: Well, I'll let Twitter continue to dissect and, 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 and beat that dead horse. Did you have any, like, do you get to get close with any of the cast members like after the show where you guys kind of like keep up with each other and like, do you slide into any of their DMs?
1: Yeah, I, uh, season one. I'm and close who,
0: to- and who are like your, your, your besties at the moment?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's funny, we did season one, I traveled uh, with um, Alexandra and I traveled with Elizabeth Mm -hmm. separately. We did meet and greets. Uh, So that was really, really, really cool because I had met them on the finale uh, during Fiji. So I only meet everybody when they get voted off or, you know, when it's finale night. Uh, So I got to meet them finale night and then we all kept in touch, you know, throughout uh, post finale into, um, you know, into the year, but then we got to travel together so you're talking a couple days with somebody and it was just the coolest those girls are literally the best um they they get to
0: hear you when you're when i
1: Myself. They have no idea who I am. Um, and then I'm like, so I'm the guy who does that thing that you don't hear. And they're like, okay, cool, like whatever. And then they all watch the show back and they're like, either how dare
0: you or B, I love you.
1: <laughs> I remember season one, I got a DM. It was a video DM from Cashel who I'm obsessed with. Oh, I love husband. Cashel. Love him, love him, love him. And he sent me a video. He was watching the show back and it was this video being like, Matthew, you and basically just like reading me for like the reads that I was giving him on television. And it was so funny. Oh, my um, gosh. So it's it's really it's a it's a very weird thing, but it's it's the funniest.
0: <laughs> I I love it. And I love listening to you. And Cashel is one of my favorites. He's done this show a couple of times now. Uh-huh. And Casho, I always get him to spill the tea with me. He's so much fun to follow on Instagram. I think too. he has
1: more tea than I do.
0: Probably I mean he's he's spilled some pretty good tea for, for me. Not about the show, but about like life after the show, which yeah. is really like what I like to get people on. Um will we be getting a reunion?
1: I hope so. I mean we did one last year. We did uh we did one um I think we did one in like October of last year obviously with the pandemic I you know who knows um that was obviously in person and it was like a whole thing it was the most fun um but um yeah I I hope so I know nothing more than just my own dreams and wishes <laughs>
0: I would love, do you wish you had more of like the bachelor style reunions where it's like, you kind of bring everybody together and like really dissect, you know, everything that's happened. It's like, they're like so dramatic.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I think what's lovely about Love Island is that it it gets tied up in this nice little bow, right? It's like, it's, it is what it is and it's aware of what it is and it's this frothy, fun not so much, dr- I mean, there's drama, hello, who are we kidding? But it's not, we, we're we not built on that, you yeah. know? Like, we're really through the lens of love. And I think that it's it's really fun that, like, the viewer and myself are very satisfied at the end of it, right? Like, yeah. you, you're you not pining for more. Every question was answered. Everybody, you know, I, I so I love that about us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much more, you know, I, I think it would be a fun Reunion show to like talk about the the highs and the lows of it, but I I don't think you would be getting more unanswered stuff.
0: Yeah, would you ever switch roles and ever compete on a show like Love Island?
1: <laughs> Zach, no, I would do no such thing. I, you know that I that's why I love these Islanders so much is because the vulnerability, right? Like yeah. the the can you imagine you there is not a financial price. That you would say, "Hey Matthew, here's your bathing suit. Go on national TV, wear nothing but that, and you know, and um, uh, you know, talk about it." I, I literally, um, I have such respect for them. Like, I, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I could not do that. I don't think I could do it.
0: <laughs> I personally think I would love to watch you on like a a dating show. I think that would I would do just about like anything. I'm just like batshit crazy like that.
1: Yeah, I I think I'm too I I'm too self-aware. I think I'm too self-aware and I think that it would um and also like I am what I am. Like I'm I feel like I'm an open book too, so I don't know how much like games I could play. I I think I would just be like, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like I I have no game. So I have no game in real life. I don't know if I'd have game on uh in a game.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, I love Love Island. I love you. I love that we got to catch up after so many years. I mean, aside from like, you know, the peanut butter island hole at Trader Joe's. We both look younger now. So I mean, we do. I mean, you can say it's possibly the ring light or, or the zoom filter. Ring light? I'm in my driveway. I have 10 cars facing me with their lights on. Are you
1: kidding me? I don't play the ring light game. No.
0: Oh my God. I love it. Matthew, where can people follow you? Where can they check out your videos with the senior citizens? Where can they watch your interviews for Regal? Give Uh, me, pimp yourself out.
1: Yes, uh, on Instagram at matthewhoffman.tv on Twitter at matthewhoffman1. Everything is there.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. If there's a season three of Love Island, can we catch you on it?
1: I hope so. I hope so.
0: I feel like we can't. We can't let you go. We're already in love. We're already obsessed with your voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're you're stuck with me. I think. I think. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you, Matthew. Thank you, guys, thank you for
1: so much. You are—I have to say—you were the sweetest. Um, and it's been such an honor to be invited back. Um, mm. uh, I thought the first one was a mistake. Like, yeah, sure, we'll have him. But now, now I feel like I'm in—I'm in the no-filter universe. So yes. thank you so much. They, and thank <laughs> you
0: for calling me sweet, because I know I always like to keep a little spicy sometimes too. I'm like a sour yes, patch it's kid. Done,
1: it's done through love, and then you can't. There you go.
0: I'm just a, a Love Island all-in of myself. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach and join our Facebook group. The link is in the description below. Lots more tea to come. Be sure to follow Matthew. And if there is a third season of Love Island, you're going to need to watch it. We can watch the first two on demand right now, can't we?
1: Yeah. One and two are on CBS All Access. Uh, so get into it. It is. Uh, it will help you throughout quarantine. I promise.
0: There you go. Go watch it, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.